A no-burning notice continues for Riley County until further notice as critical fire weather conditions are expected to continue well into next week. A red flag warning is in effect for today. Devastating wildfires scorched around a half million acres in Texas and Oklahoma this week. And local officials say conditions are favorable for similar activity in our region. Local humidity will be as low as 10% today with no overnight recovery. And that has prompted concerns from local fire officials who say it is just not safe to burn at this time. The forecast indicates a chance for rain by the middle of next week, at which time county officials say they will reevaluate to hopefully allow for some brush pile burning. Over 200 people took part in a fire safety course last night at Potter Hall. Northeast District Fire Management Officer Bryce Haverkamp with Kansas Forest Service led the discussion, informing the public of their responsibilities when doing a prescribed burn. So it's important you guys, when you guys get your burn permit, you guys are checking a box and authorize, saying, hey, we have adequate equipment, we're prepared for, to go burn, whether it's 50 acres, 1,000 acres, you know, you're, you're checking that box to say you're, you're prepared. Deputy Fire Chief Doug Russell emphasized the importance of checking if there is an elevated fire danger before anyone conducts a prescribed burn. We're not only looking at the day that is, we're, we're not burning, as well as the day or two after. Um, so perfect example this morning, pretty decent out, but we're in red flag conditions tomorrow. And so we're trying to be fairly um, proactive on that. So it's not all of a sudden we're just shutting it off. Um, our thresholds generally in the 15 mile an hour, roughly. The free class was conducted by Riley County Fire District Number 1 and Kansas Forest Service. A Manhattan man is jailed on a host of charges, including kidnapping. The Riley County Police Department says 28-year-old Jose Trinidad was arrested Tuesday afternoon at the Riley County Courthouse on a warrant charging him with alleged kidnapping, aggravated kidnapping, criminal deprivation of property, domestic battery, aggravated burglary, and two counts of criminal threat. RCPD spokesperson Ashley Tokoy tells K-Man the alleged incidents occurred between January 21st and January 23rd. Trinidad remains jailed on a $100,000 bond. A Wamega woman was involved in an injury crash early Wednesday morning in Leavenworth County. The Kansas Highway Patrol says 60-year-old Sandra Keogh was eastbound on I-70 shortly before 2.30 a.m. when her Volkswagen Passat rear-ended a semi-truck. Authorities say Keogh had just minor injuries. A 54-year-old male passenger from Texas also sustained only minor injuries. Both were transported to KU Medical Center. The truck driver had no listed injuries, according to the crash report. The annual Manhattan Mercury 60 Leadership Ideas in 60 Minutes event took place yesterday at the Manhattan Conference Center, featuring six panelists providing 10 leadership ideas they've developed over time. The featured guest speaker was Kansas State head football coach Chris Kleiman. Effective leadership is making difficult decisions that are best for everyone, even if it's unpopular. Be the same person before and after the promotion, and, and that's something I've really tried to pride myself on. Former Manhattan State Representative Tom Phillips also spoke, saying leadership comes from strong empathy. The world I choose to live in, the world that I want to create, uh, relies on treating each other with respect and empathy. And, and I think sometimes we've, we've lost that, and we have to restore that. And the only way it's going to be restored is if everyone in this room says, enough's enough, and we're going to make a change. Local businessman Dave Dryling says humility is a key to successful leadership. We can learn from other people's mistakes by watching, or we can just read and have that highest level of humility. Um, the thing that I always look for is whenever, anytime something goes, goes wrong, uh, if we can ask ourselves, what was my part in it? Other speakers yesterday included Flint Hills Breadbasket Executive Director Carla Hagemeister, New Boston Creatives Lisa Sisley, 
and Callie Marks with Charleston Wilson Bonded Abstractors. Manhattan Broadcasting Company and the Manhattan Mercury announced this week the forming of a cooperating agreement. Manhattan Mercury publisher and editor-in-chief Ned Seaton. The time has come for uh, both of them to sort of help each other uh, to do a better job of informing the community um, and helping businesses reach consumers and the things that, that both Cayman and the Mercury and, and the other stations at Manhattan Broadcasting have done for years anyway. Seton says consumers of the Mercury won't notice any major changes, nor will listeners of Cayman and our Manhattan Broadcasting family of stations. For readers and listeners, you know, it will largely be the same. Mm-hmm. It's just that, that we hope create new ways of telling stories better uh, for both listeners and readers and uh, sort of users of our websites. Seaton says the process of convergence is starting now. Many changes will be continued to be made through the coming months. A free financial literacy event is taking place tonight, hosted by Housing and Credit Counseling and the Manhattan Public Library. Titled Credit Reports and Credit Building, it revolves around understanding personal credit documentation. The keynote speaker tonight is Rogers Brazier. What we're going to do is is simplify the mystery of of those scores, how they go up, what makes them go up, what makes them go down. Um, And uh, uh, so that will be the the foundation for it. Brazier will also speak on personal money management and building credit. The event starts at 6 o'clock at the Manhattan Public Library. Good morning, I'm Troy Coverdale with your sports headlines at News Radio KMAN. Addie Brown with 24 points and 11 rebounds last night as Iowa State held off 15th ranked K State yet in the fourth quarter for an 82 76 win at Bramlage. The Derby native put up 11 points in the fourth, including knocking down a trio of free throws in the final minute as she helped the Cyclones become the first team this season to shoot 50% from the field against the Cats. Aoka Lee finished with 20 points and 8 rebounds for the Wildcats, who had a 17-game home winning streak snapped on senior night. I think it comes down to like being committed to our scout and then just making plays. Um, we just had too many like breakdowns, I think, tonight, and we didn't make plays down the stretch. So I think learning from this one and just like doubling down um, going forward. Joining Lee in double figures was junior guard Serena Sundell with her second double-double of the season, 15 points and a season-high 10 assists. Jalen Glenn added 15 points, six boards, three steals, and a pair of assists. The Cats and Coach Jeff Mitty will close the regular season on Saturday at Texas Tech. I don't think we played bad. This was not a case of, of we played bad. Um, I think we played okay. I think there were things that we could have done better, but... Um, there were some positives coming out of tonight. I think offensively, we got unleashed better. Defensively, um, we, we've got to get that figured out, and we got to rebound better. Those would be my three top things that uh, we've got to do better. After last night's action in the conference, the Cats hold a one-game edge on West Virginia, Baylor, and Iowa State for the third seed in next week's conference tournament. Oklahoma clinched the conference title outright last night by clipping Texas 71-70. Also, Kansas was a 65-53 winner over UCF. TCU blew out Texas Tech 73-52. And BYU was 10 better than Houston 64-54. The Manhattan High boys saw their season come to an end in the 6A substate last night, suffering a loss at home, as Mitch Fortner tells us. An unfortunate end 
for the Manhattan Boys basketball team and their 2023-24 season as they hosted a 7-10 matchup on the west side of the 6A bracket. A sub-state semifinal did not go their way. After a strong second half from Wichita South, the Indians fall by 14 points to the Titans, 70-56. to As Wichita South outscored Manhattan in the second half, 41-22. to Still a hot night from the field from senior Jason Kim, who finished with 22 points and hit five threes in the game. Also, senior Asher Newcomer finished in double figures with 11. Wichita South had a force down low in 6'5 big man Asa Tarver, who finished with a team-high 19 points, three other Titans in double figures. With the early exit for the Indians, their season finishes with a record of 12-9. and The Manhattan boys end their season with an upset loss to Wichita South last night at home, 70-56. to I'm Mitch Fortner, News Radio KMAN. In 4A action, Rock Creek kept its season alive by besting Bishop Miege 55-46. That'll see them match up with Ottawa next on Saturday, as Ottawa was a 52-29 winner over Holton. Wamigo's season ended with a 54-50 loss to Chanute. In boys 3A action tonight at Riley County, Beloit takes on Silver Lake. Rossville will match up with Nemaha Central. In the 2A substate semifinals at Alma Wabunsee, Valley Heights meets Bennington and Sacred Heart will take on Wabunsee. Men's top 25 college basketball action last night. Number 8 Iowa State downs Oklahoma 58-45. Oklahoma State is a loser to UCF in Big 12 play 77-71. Number 4 Tennessee drops Auburn 92-84. Number 5 Marquette a winner over Providence 91-69. Number 6 Arizona downs in-state rival Arizona State 85-67. Tenth ranked Duke a winner over Louisville 84-59. Number 12 Creighton blows out Seton Hall 85-64. Number 13 Illinois clips Minnesota 105-97. Number 14 Alabama blows out Ole Miss 103-88. 18th ranked South Carolina nips Texas A&M 70-68. And number 24 Florida gets past Mizzou 83-74. Kansas football coach Lance Leipold signed an amended contract increasing his overall compensation to more than $40 million through the 2029 season. The contract does not extend his previous deal, but it does feature a substantial jump in salary from the $5 million that Leipold made last season when he led the Jayhawks to a 9-4 mark and a bowl win. College football playoff officials are considering a 14-team model that would guarantee multiple automatic bids for each of the four power conferences starting in 2026. Two people with direct knowledge of the discussions told the AP the format would guarantee three playoff spots each for the Big Ten and SEC, two for the ACC and Big 12 each, and one for the highest-ranked team out of the group of five. They, too, spoke on the condition of anonymity as the CFP Management Committee's talks are not being made public. The Chiefs releasing wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling. The move would give the Super Bowl champions $12 million in much-needed salary cap space. Valdez-Scantling had signed a three-year $30 million deal two seasons ago. He did have some memorable moments in the playoffs, but had only... 42 catches for 687 yards and a pair of scores a season ago. 21 catches for 315 and a score this past season. This evening, the Jerome Tang Coaches Show comes up at 7 o'clock on News Radio KMAN. The game this afternoon from 4 until 6 at KMAN.